All right, welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast, brought to you by On X. I'm Brody Swisher, your host, and today we're mixing things up. We've got a story that's a little bit different than what we've ever done. This is going to be a conversation with a cool dude named James Jean, the trick shot machine. And this dude is laying down some crazy, crazy trick shots with a bow and arrow. We've talked about him a little bit with bowhunting.com crew and just uh, been talking about getting an article in the works and kind of sharing his story. And so we thought it'd be fitting as we do that, get an interview rolling to get him on the line, share a little podcast story from him with our audience. And so we're going to do that today. Uh, Very cool stuff with this guy. And uh, again, you're going to have to check out his Instagram page and whatever platforms uh, any other platforms he may be a part of, but the dude has got some crazy stuff. Some of it I don't even know that I believe. It's a lot of stuff that I'm sitting here watching. I'm thinking, ain't happening. That's not possible. That's some fancy editing, whatever. And so we're going to talk the, talk about all that today. Get him in here and just, uh, again, kind of figure out how he started, where he came from, what he does, all the ins and outs of James Jean. So let's get him in here on the podcast. James Jean, the trick shot machine. Is this you? Yes, sir. How's it going, Brody? And all good down this way. Uh, I say down this way. I guess we're up that way from you. Are you Georgia? Is that right? Yes. I'm on a, a Carrollton, Georgia, like on the Alabama. Okay. Alabama line there. Okay. Very, very cool, man. I appreciate your time today just to catch up and, and hear your story a little bit. And uh, I've honestly not seen or heard a whole lot about you just until recently. And then we've just kind of been – binge watching some of these videos and i showed my little boys some of the stuff and so we've been watching uh all the stuff you've been up to and and uh, man just some crazy stuff and so i wanted to reach out again uh on a possible article you know right up uh, for bowhunting.com just for our, our archery audience obviously but then i thought man let's just get him on for a podcast as well and, and just hear what he's yeah. up to and how he got started and so man i want to do that but so george's home is that where you born and raised in I was born in Costa Rica, but I moved here, I mean, before I turned a year old. I got you. My mom's Costa Rican. Yeah. My dad, you know, lived in Georgia. I think he's raised in Florida. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Good deal, man. Well, hey, let's just do this to get started with everything. Tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, again, where you're from, a little more on the backstory of who you are, where you're from, and, and what you do. All right. My name is James Jean. I live in Carrollton, Georgia, and I like to do archery trick shots, I guess you'd say. Just, uh, I don't know, untraditional type tricks or just anything I can think of, I, I like to do with a bow. Yeah, very cool. And, man, where did where did this come from as far as when did you get started in archery? Then, I mean, is that, that something that's been fairly recent? Have you been doing that forever? How did you get started shooting bows? Uh, ever since I can remember, I had, you know, like a little toy bow. I guess you could kind of kind of like a like a bear wizard i guess that type yep. of youth bow growing up and you know had it laying around the house always we'd play out in the farm or whatever and then uh had you know little toy compounds and you know got a real compound around nine and then kind of fell off and then about 18 i kind of fell back in, into it you know i was real curious about bow hunting and i got into it i just kind of fell in love uh 18 with a uh, bow hunting and then yep. you know I just couldn't get enough of it. Like I'd shoot, you know, in lunch breaks or after work or try to do it before work. And, yep. and then, uh, you know, later that year got a recurve and then it just got to the point where I was kind of getting burnt out on still targets. Yeah. 
so I just started messing around with like zip lines and started throwing stuff in the air and shooting plays and it just kind of slowly evolved into this you know what I'm doing now you know 10 11 years later yeah absolutely well you answered one of my questions you beat me to the punch on whether you are a hunter or are you just an archer and and I know some people do one and the other and some do both and so uh, so you've got a, a background of, of hunting then and you are a bow hunter oh yeah uh grew up hunting my dad's a huge hunter that's how he met my mom was dove hunting down there um, really? okay and he he travels all he traveled all around the world he he went to cameroon just a month ago went and got the the giant eland and wow. the forest buffalo and stuff down there and um i was really big into hunting and uh well still am into hunting it's yeah. uh and then since i think 2012 I've been videoing and editing, you know, different outdoor shows too. Right. Very cool. Good deal. So you, you edit your, our video, your own hunts as well. Then you've been doing that as well. Cause again, I've just gotten uh, to come across you here recently and all I've seen is, is just your, your trick shot page on Instagram. And so do you have, yeah. is there a YouTube page as far as your hunts as well? Or you have, have you been filming those or you pretty much just strictly stayed with the trick? I used, I used to film self film and then I, I just kind of, and then I used to film a lot for the show. I used to work with Trophy Quest. Okay. Yep. And we, I don't know, it just got to the point where it kind of turned into more work than fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so now I just go in the woods and I, I just try to have a good time. I try not to bring the camera or nothing. Yeah. Um, as far as, I don't know if I have any video hunts online or not. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out. It got to a point where the trick shots was taking over the hunting and the people yep. like the trick shots didn't really care for the hunting. So I was getting a lot of hate for that. Yeah. Uh, I just, I was like, all right, I'm just going to make this solely a trick shot page. Right, right. And, dude, that makes sense because, I mean, like you just said, there's a lot of folks that will watch archery trick shots that don't want nothing to do with seeing an animal killed. Um, yeah. But, the, you know, on the flip side, you know, you're, you're limiting yourself, obviously, if you're, you're killing deer, turkeys, whatever, with a bow, you, you, your audience is hunters, you know, avid hunters. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I could see where that would definitely open up the whole – a spectrum of things for you to be able to do the trick shot side of stuff again just your audience is so much more vast and so um and like you said man the the filming your own hunt self-filming particularly is is nothing short of, of work that camera is a oh, yeah. conservation tool i mean you you start carrying that camera around and you're you, you're guaranteed punching less tags and, and just blowing some hunts oh, yeah. and, and so I'm, I'm i'm there with you man i've i've filmed for a lot of years and and I've gotten back here recently. I've had people say, "Man, what? I hadn't seen you post anything in a while for videos." I'm like, "Dude, I've just enjoyed hunting again, and yeah. just enjoying the hunt." And, and you know, we do get so caught up on catching it on camera and, and all that, and it just takes takes away from the the pureness of it, and just the, um, just the beauty of it. I think so much more so locked in and, and watching it through a lens instead of uh, just seeing it face to face. And so, I get it, man. I hear you. Um, so you started yeah, it's a good recording. way to ruin a hunt for sure. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, no <laughs> doubt about it. But tell me this: you you say you got started as far as the trick shots itself. When did you when did you start into that? I mean, as far as did it kind of turn into hey, I'm I've got some pretty cool trick shots. I'm gonna start filming these, or were you just uh, just seeing a new opportunity there, or where did that first trick shot and and uh, the production of it and, and filming that? Where did that come about, and just how did that come about in your mind? Uh yeah, it's about, I forgot, 2010, 2011. I, you know, I was, 
I, I was big into skateboarding too. So yeah. I always had a camera filming myself skateboarding and like uh, doing it for like different sponsors and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of got to the realization when I got to the age, I was like, I, I need to be in California if I want to do anything with skateboarding. I wasn't even that, I wasn't close to being that good to do anything with skateboarding. And I was like, and then I just started watching, you know, I was big into hunting and then I started really watching hunting shows. And I was like, man, I could just do this, all, all this on the farm here. So we kind of, we started a little YouTube channel back in 2000, late 2010, 2011. And, uh, you know, we just doing anything around the farm, whether it's turkey hunting or like squirrel hunting or anything. Right. And then kind of started doing the trick shots, uh, just filming us here and there. Yeah. And it kind of, you know, done that for, you know, on and off for a year. It wasn't nothing. I wasn't trying to be serious with it. We just having fun putting stuff online. Yeah. And, um, once I got that, once I got that job with Trophy Quest in 2012, I think, um, we, he kind of, I, I went on a filming trip with him and then I, he kind of asked about stuff and I kind of showed him the videos of trick shots. I was like, Hey, this would be good. You know, put on the show. So I started doing stuff on the show with him and started, yeah. uh, doing hunts and doing the archery stuff yep. till about. 2017 or 18 i kind of noticed tv dying like hunting tv mm. and stuff kind of drying up yeah and more stuff going to digital so that's kind of when i started going back to uh you know the online stuff with the trick shots and it just kind of slowly evolved into this i just yeah. I, I know i really like the process of trying to figure out something that seems impossible and trying to make it possible yeah Absolutely. Well, that's the first thing I said, and even even in the intro a minute ago, was just saying, "Dude, I don't even know if some of the, my my boys and I were watching it. We're like, man, no, come on, do you believe this? I mean, that's got to be some <laughs> fancy editing. I know you've got skeptics, you've got critics that have said, ain't no way that's happening. That's not that's not oh, legit. Yeah. And because um, it's just phenomenal stuff, man. I'm sitting here watching your stuff. It's just, I mean, I've seen trick shots before. I've seen people throw up a lifesaver and shoot out there and you know uh who was a, who was a traditional was it uh ferguson who was the guy was it byron ferguson Fer byron ferguson yeah was a, a big inspiration yeah i remember um, watching yeah go ahead oh yeah he's he's uh i, I grew up watching him on shooting usa yeah yeah um and then howard hill you yeah. know back in the day oh sure and uh, i forgot there's a pair of twins too that's old trick shooting team uh but, yeah, that's pretty big. And then bracket back before he got canceled. Yeah. You know, he'd done a lot of stuff too. Yep, absolutely. And and so Ferguson was one. I, I've been to a lot of expos over the years and have seen his. And, um, and dude, he was he was phenomenal, man, shooting stuff oh, out yeah. of the air. And then, like I said, he got down to tic-tac size stuff. And then, uh, sadly, the older he got, you know, I, he, his his targets were getting bigger and bigger. And that was that was kind of a bittersweet deal to, to watch as he got older and older to him. You know, see that he wasn't didn't have the the skills that you know, and just the ability he once did. But that was kind of the first thing I, I thought of. But I've watched these guys over the years and do, you know, some trick shots. And a lot of them are pretty standard stuff, and and you've seen it and you're shooting stuff out of the air. Um, but then I get on your your page, your Instagram account, and I'm just thinking, this is this is a whole new level of, of crazy shots. And so, uh, very cool stuff. But let's talk back to the first one. What was your first? trick shot so to speak i mean i know you probably just did some simple stuff but what was kind of the first one that you worked towards knocked out and and, and filmed mm, you even remember 
know, like our our first video, I think we done like we done zip line and hand thrown disc, yep. and clays. But I didn't really think I had something until I started hitting clays with it. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I didn't think nothing of it, and then I forgot my dad was driving down the farm with some guy in there, and I was, you know, I started shooting clays, and uh, I showed my dad and his his friend that. And I wasn't thinking anything of it. We was just shooting, you know, I was shooting sport clays and then I just got bored and got the bow out one time and just started hitting clays with it. Yeah. And uh I didn't think of nothing of it. And then a few weeks later, like that guy was went around telling people in town about, you know, this guy shooting clays with a bow. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh after that I kind of figured out, you know, I might have something here. Yeah. Very cool. What has been the hardest trick shot you've ever achieved? Hmm. it's tough to say like most time when it's hard now it's because of conditions or wind or something okay. something's off um the funny it's this one it's this one clip you'd have to look back it was it's fairly recent like a few months ago i shot a clay and to pop two balloons yep and some reason i hit a hundred clays before i popped them two balloons <laughs> Oh wow! Is it is it took that long? It, but is is out of my stupidity? I should have went back and looked at the footage and had different angles of hey, these clays are breaking at a different spot, and that's what I end up doing at the end. But it just yeah. took me that that long to do it. Right, right. Um, but that's been my hardest shot so far. Yeah. But usually the the harder the harder ones, I always I know this ones I underestimate end up being the hardest. Usually the hardest ones I usually get pretty quick for some reason. Yeah. I guess because I uh, anticipate it being hard, so I just really bear down and get it yeah very cool and where do you come up with these ideas for stuff i mean is it something you've seen or a variation of it you've seen somewhere or uh just out in the yard you think man i bet i could do this or somebody says i bet you can't do this and how do these ideas come to your mind for these shots uh i don't know a lot of the shots now are just variations of what i used to do or or um yeah, it's just tough. Sometimes I'm daydreaming, and then I'll just think of something. Like, oh, let's mess around. Or sometimes I'll just be playing around with arrows, making different arrows, and seeing if I can shoot it this way. And something comes about, does some something funny. It's like, okay, I can make a trick shot out of this. Or I don't know, think yeah. about some kind of contraption. Yep. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how I get my ideas now. And then, right. Or I'll just do like an old shot, but I'll do it in a new way, kind of. Yeah. Very um, cool. Very cool. What about the uh, the show scene? I know you you've got the uh, what, what platforms. We'll talk about that as we wrap up too, as far as where folks can find you. But what what do you have stuff on? I know I've seen uh, your videos on Instagram. You have a uh, YouTube channel, or what other platforms are there that folks can see your different shots? Um, Instagrams, I guess, where I'm most consistent. Sometimes I do. I mean, I, I, if you want to see all of them, go to Instagram. Yep. Um, Facebook too i'll try to put them on facebook and then there's uh youtube i'll put a little bit on there i'm slacking that's a, that's the main goal this year is trying to pick up on them and then i do the tiktok stuff too but i don't really half the stuff gets banned on there so if you want to see most of the stuff it's on instagram yeah i will say tiktok makes it tough as far as any kind of shooting or every, yeah. everything's violent graphic and violent on tiktok it seems like dangerous so. acts that's what i get uh, well and that's a great <laughs> tie-in for for uh, another question I had is, is just that, man. I mean, you know, you watch the movies, and I, I know you've prefaced several of your, of your shots with do not try this, and, and it's kind of the old adage we always heard, do not try this at home, kids. And um, 
But, I mean, some of those shots. I mean, I, I watched this thing, uh, you know, shooting arrows up in the air, catching them in a quiver. Um, mm-hmm. Man, how, how do you come about that, I guess? In my mind, I'm sitting here thinking, how many things went wrong before that worked right uh, as far as that goes? And, and so how does that shot? I and mean, for people that don't know, you're slinging an arrow up straight up in the air, doing some other shots. It seems like the one I'm thinking of, you shot an arrow straight up in the air, then you throw a can or a bottle or something up, shoot the bottle out, and then you spin around and catch the arrow on in your back quiver on the way down. All that in, in that brief second or two. And so that's for that shot. I mean, how does that come about, man? How do, I mean, how many times did – I mean, were, were there some bad situations? Do you start wearing a helmet? I mean, what what point – you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you – how do yeah. you pull that off and, and make that right and, and or figure out that you can do that? I mean, were you stuck with some arrows in the process of learning that one or what? Uh, I did it a few years ago for the first time. I've done a lot of uh, arrow splitting shots where I shoot an arrow straight up in the air, and while it's coming down, I'll split that arrow. Yep. And I just got to the point where I kind of got good at, you know, it's hard to – people don't realize how hard it is to shoot an arrow up in the air and hit your target. Sure. There's so much – even that – that bow, that arrow is going so slow. Once it stalls out, that wind can push it wherever. Um, so it's super hard to even get it around the vicinity to even catch it. So it's almost it's it's hard to shoot yourself if you want if he was really trying. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, I did it a few years, and I try to do it pretty safe. I I mean, I use blunt tips, and you know, I'll have a I even have a shoulder pad just in case. Right. Um. But usually, you know, I'll. I'll be either doing it in the mornings or afternoons. You don't want to do it in the middle of the day where the sun's right in your eye and you can't see the arrow. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, sure. I got you. Um, and you could start out whenever you're first starting out. You start out real slow, just barely shooting it up in the air and seeing how. It, just you're watching that arrow flight, and and basically with me now, I just you know I'll see what the if there's any wind, which there usually is some kind of wind. You see how the arrow's flying, and you just kind of keep track of how much time you got yep. before it hits the ground, and then uh. You know, I'll just – I'll see – I'll shoot one or two, see how it flies, and then the third one I'll just commit or something like that. Yep. You know? yep. Um. Once I, once I get used to that arrow flight, then I'll try to commit. But I haven't got hit by one yet. Yeah. Um, Very cool. And so blunt tips is the key there then, I guess, as far as that goes. Blunt tips. So if something does go shady, you yeah. you got a blunt tip, and then you're wearing a shoulder pad or something on your back to yeah protect you there for that. At, but, the, at the worst – thing it'd probably feel like getting hit by a paintball gun or something i was gonna say yeah <laughs> probably yeah it's a, a I, there ain't no point of using a broadhead or nothing silly like that it's yeah absolutely um, yeah well I, th- I think back to uh you know junior high for me when i was first getting into bows and i got my first compound bow and i like i said i was um i don't know 13 somewhere in there and I remember being over in a field next to our neighborhood uh left the neighborhood went over to the power lines where i could get out in the open field and uh, I was fascinated by doing what, exactly what you're talking about, not catching the arrow, but just sending one straight up in the air. I thought, man, this thing will launch. Because all, all it ever shot was just little toy bows or a little, you know, mm-hmm. super light you know, longbow recurve. And so when I got this compound, man, and I could sling an arrow up there and just watch it fly almost out of sight and then watch it come by and land out there. And, of course, I was, you know, not smart enough to use, you know, blunts. I didn't think anything of it. I'm just sending a field point yeah. up in the air and coming back down and – um and I'll never forget, I, I did that and was just fascinated by that. And evidently, there's some neighbors out there watching, you know, from their yard and uh, called the police. And, and I got back to the oh, house. And it wasn't, it wasn't no time after I got back to the house, uh, had a knock on the door. And, 
police officer shows up and he he gives me the spill about this slinging arrows and and launching arrows into the space or into the sky and then you know the the whole spill about hey you shoot somebody's animal you kill a pet you know and all this it just oh, got yeah. the whole deal and and uh, and I never thought like I said man I was just watching the the flight of the arrow man just fascinated by it until the popo showed up and uh, and so uh, that immediately when I watched your shot I thought oh man it takes me back a few years to uh, back to the day where I did the same thing, but uh, just wasn't brave enough to catch them on my back. But very yeah. cool stuff, man. Tell me about this. Do you do, you do shows as far as uh, live events or anything like that, or is everything pretty much online for you as far as your shooting? Um, I did a few here and there, and I done like talent shows. Like I think a year or two ago, I done. Uh, it's called the Go Big Show. It was uh, Snoop Dogg was on there. I shot in front of Snoop Dogg. He likes stuff. I do stuff here and there. Yeah. Um, it just, it's a, it's a lot of anxiety for me. Like oh. I, I get to, the, I was there for a month doing, doing, uh, TV and stuff. And it's like, a, I was hardly getting any sleep and I don't know. It's just, it feels like it's going to kill me every time I do it. I mean, I usually do pretty good once I get in front of the camera, but it's like just that lead up to it just kills me. Yeah. Um, as far as live shows, I want to, I don't know. I keep on debating whether I want to do it or not. You know, uh, it just, I don't know. It's not really my. I'm not really passionate about performing in front of audience. Yeah. It's, it's what I'm, what I'm trying to say, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, I've done a few, it's just, uh, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of, I don't know. I'd rather just be in my yard shooting, you yeah. know, just having fun. It, that turns, when I do that, it turns into, into a job. So yeah. whatever I'm doing, I'm doing that, you know, a hundred times a day, that same shot for like a few weeks leading up before. Yeah. I don't know. It just takes all the fun out of it for me, but maybe, you know, I don't know. Later, if I can figure out a better way to, do it where i can have more fun doing it right you know i'm all for it but yeah yeah i've done my fair share here and there yeah i can certainly see where where that would you know i mean that's enough stress just doing what you're doing the trick shots are stressful enough but to think you've got to go and perform and do that for a live camera or just any you know recording camera uh of any kind i could see where that would be some serious stress and anxiety knowing like you said just preparing for that getting ready for that yeah. and just the buildup of that would, would be enough to make you sick for sure. And, uh, man, heck you, you performed in front of Snoop Dogg. What else is there to do? I mean, that's kind of the top of the game there. I mean, <laughs> archery with Snoop Dogg. I mean, what else can you ask for? So I guess there's no need yeah. to push it any further than that. That's good stuff. That's fun, man. Uh, yeah. I got, but I've been trying to figure out, I don't know. I've been debating going back and forth on it. It's a lot. It's hard to do it. I know it's hard to do it to my liking. It's like, you want to do every different shot. Yeah or like a variety of shots on there. And, you know, I realized the first few live shows is taking forever just for the setup before between shots. It's yeah. like, all right, I want to shoot something out of there. Okay. Now I'm going to curve something, yeah. curve it around something, or I'm going to uh, shoot multiple targets. It's like each time you had a setup and it, I don't know, it seemed like 75% set up and 25% shooting. Yeah. And then, you know, trying to figure out, it's like, I'm, man, I really need like a huge trailer full of stuff and yeah. a, a bunch of, like a crew to set up stuff and all that stuff. And it ended up, you know, it's more money than what it's worth. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. No, I hear you. Well, you just mentioned the curved shot arrows curving around. I think that's one we saw that was kind of the most, um, you know, uh, I don't want to say critical or skeptical of, you know, like how in the world, I know oh, yeah. when we talk with the, our crew in the office, we're like, nah, I don't know about that. Now those arrows are literally wrapping around walls, bending around walls, curving around walls, whatever. And that was one that we, we saw. And, and several folks were like, man, that's, I don't know about that. You know, they just couldn't see it happening or whatever. So, 
explain that shot or not. You don't have to explain. I mean, not asking to give away any secrets or anything like that. But as far as that goes, just kind of explain what oh, I got for our, our audience that can't see um, what's going on. Just kind of explain that shot, what you're doing uh, on that particular shot there. Yeah, I, I, I curve it. I figured out how to curve it different ways. Curving arrows has been around for I don't know who invented it. It's been around for a long time. Um, but it's not it hasn't been been really popular until the last you know decade or so. Um, but basically, what you're doing, you're just trying to you're trying to figure out a way to sling that arrow sideways where it self corrects, where it can curve around the object. Okay. And I I got a how to video of a way you can do it on YouTube. Okay. Um, but basically, yeah, you can do it either way. You'll try to um, you could either manipulate your fletching or your you know, you mess with a different brace height, different spine. Okay. It just depends on what kind of curve shot. And lately, like stuff I'm doing now, it's a, it's a, I, like I haven't seen done before where you're curving around two walls, do two different directions where it yeah. goes around the right side of the wall and then the left side of the wall. And, uh, that was for me, that was just finding the right, um, speed. Cause okay. if you have two, if you have too light of a bow, it's going to curve and then just die off. And then if you have too fast a bow, it's not going to curve that much. So you had to figure out that right speed and right draw to make it curve where it can self-direct. Basically like a car sliding on the road. You, know, you right. might turn a little bit right. You might turn a little bit left before you straighten out. I got you. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, you can, yeah, you can manipulate, you know, the the tip weight to make it curve less or more or, or the feather placement. Um it just, yeah, you can, there's all kinds of different ways. It just depends on what kind of curving you want to do. Right. It's like I've been playing, and then like, you know, most standards just curving around one direction around something Yeah. short. And then lately I've been like playing around with like big curves. And I think yesterday I curved, made an arrow rise under a wall and then over a wall to hit a balloon. And then, um, you know, I can make the boomerang arrow where it comes back to you. I saw that. You yeah. Catch it. That's crazy. Yeah, people need to see that. If you guys have not seen this stuff, and I'm, I know a lot of folks haven't, obviously we're just introducing it, but that's one you got to see because I saw that, and oh, that's that's just nuts, man. Oh, so, yeah, it's a boomerang arrow, man. Give me a little rundown on how that's going down. Uh, base, basically, from what I found, is just moving the fleshings up and down to try to figure out how much it curves, and then you got to figure out the right amount of force usually heavier bow will work better to make it carry that power all the way through. Cause basically that arrow is going sideways the entire time to come straight back to you. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, it's trying to find a good day where this, the, the big curving shots and stuff like that, like wind kills it. If you got head, if you got headwind, it'll make it curve a lot. If yep. you got tailwind, it'll make it curve less, but the wind's never consistent. So you can't really hit anything yep. when it's windy. Yeah. Um, so it's best of it. Like I, I can, you know, you can get it to where you, you're pretty consistent at indoors, but outdoors, it's like, you got to pick and choose your days. You're going to go do that. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can play around and then you can make a curve up you make a curve down, you know, all kinds of ways. Yeah. Very cool. Um, but yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun little, it's a fun little shot. Just watching the arrow do that. Oh, absolutely. And you could, and you could do it with normal arrows, like your standard curve shot and stuff like that. Yeah, you just gotta, I don't know, manipulate how you. It's just several ways you can knock and change your knock placement or something like that to make a curve. Yep. 
Because that arrow is just doing what, what I guess is that physics or whatever. You got a reaction, you got an action, it's going to have a reaction. And, and so it's just doing that and you're working it out in the timing. And, um, and it's, that's some cool stuff. So very, very cool. Now, what is this? I mean, I think a question a lot of people's mind and my mind is, is in all these shots, the timing of it and different things. What is it that allows you to do that? Man, how, how are you doing that? Is, do you have some, it seemed like Chris Brackett would always say he's got some kind of photo memory where he can see it, and and uh, and I've heard that maybe more than just from him. You know, some kind of thing where you just see it, and you you just have this blessing from God, and you know, ability, skills, whatever that allows you to see and to be coordinated enough to shoot and hit that that particular thing. Is, is there something unique that you said? Oh yeah, I've got some 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 crazy supernatural strength, skill, whatever that's uh, allow me to do this, or is this just something you would say, man, I'm not any better archer than anybody else. I just practice enough, shoot enough, figured it out. Uh, is there, you know what I'm saying? Is there some kind of photo yeah. memory there that allows you to do this? You've seen that you're blessed with that other archers aren't, you know, or is, how do you, how do you go about doing that? I, I know it's a tough question. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a gift or anything. I think it's just trying to, it's just basically like, all right, I've done this for 11 years. This is kind of the point I'm at now slowly throughout the way i figured out stuff and it was i mean honestly it's a it's something that's kind of unexplored yeah it's like nobody really tried to do this yep like i mean byron did it and, and all that stuff but he, like you know he's he's more into the live shows he had his little routine yep he's not gonna bear and then now with the internet and you know this instant gratification and trying to one up your one up yourself all the time yeah it kind of just evolved into this yeah um the I know the biggest thing I see, because like I, I I started working with other people. Well, not working with other people, but like on these talent shows, I see other people, and their biggest thing is they don't they don't try to figure out. Like a lot of people now, they're just trying to shoot, 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 shoot. Uh, eventually, get it. Yeah. And uh, they don't try to make it like I try to make everything realistic to my abilities. Yeah. Uh, like work with the trick shot. That's right. Not against it. And always the my biggest thing now is the biggest thing I should have done years ago is just all right, just change as soon as possible. Yeah. It's like okay, I, and it's hard to, like it's hard for people to do that because I mean it, for me back in the day it's like you're so stubborn, but you got to find some kind of consistency. Yeah. To doing something, um, so a lot of times I'll go back like as soon as I you know I felt good about the shot I'll go back and look at the footage or something. It's like okay, I need to change that. And usually once I make that change, that's when I bang it out. So now I'm doing shots, you know, within 20 tries, a lot of times under 10 tries, just trying to knock this stuff out. Like whether it's shooting, you know, like wedding rings with your eyes closed, stuff like that. It's, it's, I don't know, it's all, you got to figure out that just, I don't know. It's just, I do a lot of, I guess, forethinking before the shot. So whenever I get it, I'm prepared for, you know, anything. That's right. Um, So yeah, I, I don't know that. And then the creativity, I think is just, it's hard for a lot of people to come up with new stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, you, you see a lot of the ones that have been done before, but I think that's what's so unique about what you're doing is you, you've got some stuff that I've never seen before. And, uh, I think most people, most people say, you know, it's not been done before. And so, uh, very, very cool stuff. Now, man, what, is this something you do for a living? Is this a side hustle? Is, what do you do full time? I mean, or is this, is this a job for you or just a side, side gig or what, what's this look like for you? Uh, I guess it's a little bit of a side job. I thought, 
I don't know, if I wanted to really kind of lose my pride, I guess I can go full time and, you know, do stuff like, I don't know, do a lot of commercial type stuff. But I try to keep yep. it more organic. Yep. But I do have a few sponsors. I just got sponsored. By, I was on Hoyt. I just got sponsored on Bear. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Black Raffle Coffee. And yep. then I'll do like TV shows here and there. Yeah. Um, for a little bit of income and then get a little bit off of Instagram. Not much off of YouTube, but if I really put my time into it, maybe I can turn in something. Sure. Absolutely. Um, I I do, you know, a lot of freelance editing and video and more for like personal clients and it is for outdoor shows Yep. for like, I'll go on like, you know, some, some guys hunting trip and go film and, yep. um, and then I work on our little family farm here sometimes like right now we're, you know, rebuilding the pond and, or a lot of times we'll do hay, bell hay and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, right now I'm just keeping it, keeping it fun. Yeah, man. Um, not trying to push it, you know. I don't know. I still, I really enjoy it right now. I, I ain't trying to really mess it up and make it to a big, you know, like a full time career at That's the right. moment. That's right. That's just trying good. to. That's a good way so, to go. With if it. you're trying to get rich off it, if you're trying to get rich off of it, it's a, it'd be a tough job. I yeah. know. It's just weird. It's like I look at all the stuff and all the prep, like the cameras and all that stuff. I'm kind of like, I looked, I done my taxes this year. I was in the negative. Like I spent more money than I got from it, but I just love doing it. It's more of a hobby. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Hey, I want to ask about your, your equipment you use. I know uh, you just mentioned, uh, just started a relationship with bear archery. So tell me about the, uh, you're using trad bows a lot. I've seen some compound stuff as well, but uh, tell me about what you're using in particular, as far as bows from bear and uh, what that looks like for you. Um, I, well, I just started using it right now. I'm using the mag riser. Uh, it's the B riser okay. and the number three limbs. I think that puts it at a 64 AMO. I, I believe so. And, uh, right now I'm using the 60 pound limbs Okay. and I'll, I'll, it'll vary between 40 to 60 pounds. And then I'm shooting the compound. It's, uh, it's the refine. Yep. PKO. Yep. And I just, I love that thing. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's a, uh, that's, that's my favorite compound so far. Yeah. Um, and cool. yeah, that's, that's about 60 pounds too. Yeah. But it's, it's uh, at about 60 pounds. I forgot. It's a 400 and something grain arrow. It's shooting about 280. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy with that. Good stuff, man. And where again can folks find what, what's, I know Instagram you've said, what is the, what do they need to be looking? Is it James Jean trick shots? What is it that they need to be looking for? To find your videos. Yeah. It's pretty much James Jane trick shots. Okay. Um, on most platforms. And how often are you putting stuff out as far as videos going up on any kind of consistent basis or just whenever you get something knocked out? Uh, right now, since I just started with Bear, I'm doing two a week. But usually I do, once I get up to, up to date, I'll do three a week. Like this is my first, this first, I just moved into a house. So I was pretty busy last week, but this is my first one week really filming okay. so i got i think so far this week i got let's see i got curve up shot i got an up and down curve and then today i brought the clay thrower out this morning and i got i don't know like eight clips there it's okay. pretty good when you got something that keeps on throwing targets um yeah, that's right. so I'll, I'll just try to i'll try to bank a bunch of clips and then slowly kind of sprinkle them out throughout the yeah. throughout the month where i don't have to really burn myself out or i have to like rush to really get a clip or something like that's that that's right Yep. Um, so that's, yeah, that's how I usually do it. And I, I they usually shoot, I'll wake up, take my son to school and, uh, I'll come here about seven, seven thirty, try to set up 
hopefully by eight 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 o'clock eight fifteen and shoot to about eight thirty eight forty eight forty five and then go to work nine yep. um that's usually and then that's usually my shooting day during the week yeah man you know, I try to keep the weekends and evenings for my my kids and family yeah. Well, man, I'm going to let you get back to it. I can't thank you enough for your time today. Just catching up with you is good to connect with you, and we look forward to talking more with you and seeing what's to come from you. And if we can help out in any way, man, don't hesitate to ask. Oh, man, I appreciate you All right, buddy. reaching we'll, out to me, and uh, yeah. I'll be happy to help you in any way. Absolutely, man. God bless you. We'll be in touch. We'll see you. All right, cool stuff from James Jean. You guys be sure to check him out again at Instagram, James Jean Trick Shots. Very cool stuff there. Lots of shots. Again, you're, I promise you, you're going to sit there and see it and think, that ain't happening. Ain't no way. That's some fancy, crazy editing he's pulling off. Uh, but the dude's just got it figured out. He's doing some crazy stuff on there. So be sure to give him a look. Always some cool stuff when you see guys flinging arrows, having fun with it. And I think that's so much of the problem for a lot of us. We get so serious about our archery, and we get so caught up in making perfect shots. We get so caught up in hunting and trying to chase a giant booner that we – slow down we don't slow down and and just remember why we fell in love with it man why we love it so much and we we miss the joy of archery the fun the pleasure of archery and just hunting and slinging an arrow and man don't miss out on that the flight of the arrow is a special special thing there's nothing like it to uh the guy that loves to to bow hunt and to do the archery thing and so get back to your roots as an archer get back to your roots of the bow hunter and and find that love again and this guy's got it. Just trying new stuff, mixing it up. So be sure to check him out. James Gene Trick Shots. And that's going to wrap us up for this time. I hope to catch you right back here next week for the Hunting Roots Podcast. Be sure to tell your friends, your family, tell them what it's all about. Hunting Roots Podcast. Spread the word. Shoot straight. God bless. Mm-hmm.